Hello, everyone. This is a friendly reminder that today's episode is intended for education and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial or legal advice. Thank you. Ho, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Good Sense by Payactive podcast. As always, I am your host, Eric Rosenberg, and I'm sure we all know what ho, ho, ho means. It means the holidays are right around the corner. And with the holidays, we can look forward to a lot of fun, time with friends and family, and of course, holiday gift giving season. Holiday gifts can be really expensive and it can be a really easy way to blow through your budget and spend way more than you'd planned, which is why we are going to talk today with a friend about some unique budgeting tips that can help you stretch every dollar further. Those range from planning ahead and saving a little bit every payday using the PayActive app to some creative and unique ways to buy gifts that you might not have thought of before. So let's dive in with today's guest. I am so excited to be here with today's guest, Brandon Lovinger. We connected through the FinCon world. That's that financial blogging and media conference I go to every year. And he has a unique background connected to the military and thinking about money. And we are here to talk about how to save money during the holidays. You know, that's that's always one of those expensive times of year, Brandon, where it's easy to go over your budget or blow through your money if you don't have a budget. So what are some major tips and tricks you have that could save someone money during the holiday season? Yeah, holidays, it seems like one, they, they always come sooner than you think every year, especially if you're not already prepared and have money set aside. It, it can get pretty uh, tricky pretty quick. I, th- there's a few things that uh, Santa likes to do around our house. One, one of those is actually looking for like used gifts, things like that. You know, this is usually think about things that you would present uh, unwrapped already. So things like that, like one year, uh, Santa brought a, a kitchen, another year a bike, you know, different things like that, that, you know, have a little bit of light use on them, but are still in really great shape. So there are still some deals to be had, you know, around this time frame, especially because people are kind of trying to offload some stuff and maybe get some extra cash for uh, Christmas as well. So there, there may be some good deals to be had there. Another thing that um, you know, for, for us, you know, for military and stuff like that, is just to keep an eye out for any kind of special programs and things like that that places have. I know years ago, Sears used to have a program to where you could submit to you know, get uh, basically just a free gift card. And I know we did that uh, one year and we got, it was a lot. I think we got like $250 or something like that. Oh, wow. So it was, it was very significant. So that basically took, you know, took care of pretty much Christmas you know, for the most part. So I don't know if those, you know, if they still run that program or if there's things like that, but that's definitely one of those. A lot of military and veterans don't want to, yeah, don't want to apply for things like that because we're afraid that we're going to take away from somebody else. And, you know, and that can be for anybody too. So if there is a program or something out that that you might qualify for, put your name in the hat. You know, the, the worst case scenario is you, you don't get it, but there's nothing wrong with doing that. People want to help this time of year. So if you don't, apply and you don't go after those things, then you're, you're kind of robbing them the opportunity to help somebody, a good person like you. So those are, those are two things that I think of, you know, right off the bat. Yeah. I really like the idea of going towards the used world for something or lightly used, you know, you don't want to give people someone else's old junk, but you know, they always say one person's trash is another person's treasure. 
And it actually has me thinking not of, you know, they have a lot of antique shops around here and they have some pricey things, but we also have a bunch of thrift stores. And if you have a good eye and you know what you're looking for, you can sometimes find real treasures there at such a bargain price. So I'm thinking of, you know, we have a whole bunch of good thrift stores down the road. Maybe I should go go check that out, see if I could find something for my kids for this year. It could be a, a fun activity, a fun outing, and a way to save money on holiday gifts without buying more new stuff at, at the big box stores. Thrifting is a is a great way to save money throughout the year, but yeah, definitely around this time. And, and then also too, that's something that you can do that kind of shows that you know the person and you care about them. So if they collect things, you know, so if there's... They collect coins or Pokemon cards or, I don't know, antique tools, like any any kind of things like that. Yeah, thrift stores, estate sales, things like that. There's there's definitely uh, a lot of places you can look for those hidden gems. And, and that just shows that you, know, you um, took the time to understand something that was important to them, and, and then you went out and found it. And so then it's really not going to matter. Actually, it might matter a lot, you know, if it's, you know, the older, the better in that, you know, in, in that instance, uh, in, in some ways. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot to be had there. And then the other thing too, for, for us each year, we actually track everything that we buy. Like this year we're, we're doing it in a Google form just to make it more automated. And then that helps us kind of think about, you know, what we're going to do for next year. And then also, you know, kind of just adds a little bit of friction there. So you're not just buying stuff like you probably don't need. And, you know, so it, it can, especially like with candies and things like that, it's easy to, to bloat the budget really quickly just by getting stuff that you're literally just going to, you know, consume or, or throw away pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, I love the idea of using Google forms, kind of thinking outside the box on how to track your budget and your spending. And we talk a lot about budgeting on this show. We know it's important to track where our money goes and we'll often look at those in a traditional spreadsheet budget. So could you share more about how you set up that Google form, how it works, how do you use that to inform your spending habits? Yeah, we use Google Forms quite a bit, especially for like one-off things. So like say, for instance, when we you know take trips or something like that, we will go through and, and we, we do a trip budget, you know, in Excel and then kind of guess, you know, what we're going to, what we're going to spend it on and all that. And then we kind of just set aside money for that. But then the, the Google Form, you know, if you're not familiar with Google Forms, if you have a, a Gmail account or whatnot, you know, if you look up in the the icon right, you know, right next to your avatar, there's like the nine little dots, hit that and then scroll down and you'll find Google forms. And it, it's pretty intuitive. You can just go in, make a couple questions and then you can share it to yourself. And what, what we actually do is kind of a, a roundabout way for an iPhone, but we actually send it to ourselves and then open in Safari. And then there's an option if you hit the more or whatever to save it to your home screen. And so then we do that and then we literally have, it's like having it your own little app on your phone whenever you're at the register or whatnot, hit, hit it. And then we keep it simple. So literally what it is and the price and that's it. And then it automatically tracks it. It, it goes into a, a Google, Google spreadsheet and then you can go back after the fact and go, okay, we spent this much money on these things. You might be surprised. I mean, for, for us trips and things like that, we assumed that food and hotels would, would cost a certain thing, but they ended up costing less than we thought. And, you know, but then souvenirs cost more. Same with, you know, like stocking stuffers and things like that. You don't really pay attention to some of those items. So it can be a great way to just build some awareness around it. And, and like I said, just creates a 
touch of friction. So you kind of have to think about it like, eh, I don't, you know, I don't want to have to look, look at that, you know, the fact that I bought this later on. So, um, it, it, it's definitely something that, that we've really liked using. It's, it's worked really well. It's, it's pretty simple and, um, you can, you can share it between spouses and, and, and stuff like that. So then you can both, you know, both input stuff into it in real time. So, uh, that's been something we've really enjoyed doing. Yeah, that's really cool. I actually do something kind of similar as you were describing it. I use Airtable, which is a little bit techier than a Google form. And if you're comfortable with computers, Airtable is a really neat tool. And I set up a form on there that I use to track my HSA spending. That's my health savings account. So the, the idea of using a form to gather data about your spending habits um, you're doing it a little different than I've done it, but I like your style. I like that idea. It's really cool. And I could see how um, if you're from comfortable with spreadsheets, you can really quickly get everything you need into that spreadsheet so you have it all in one place. Uh, the big trick, it sounds like, is making sure your partner, your spouse is on board to, to enter all of those costs and then um, go back and reflect and consider how to cut spending or redefine your spending goals in the future. It is one of those that, uh, you know, just like with any system, it, it's only as good as the information that's put into it. So, you know, if you put in good information, you're going to get good data back out of, you know, you put garbage in, you're going to get garbage data back out. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, Airtable would work. Even Microsoft has their own form, forget what it's called, but yeah, Microsoft has their own version now. So I'm sure there's other tools and things that you could use, but um, really it's just like with anything with budgeting or anything like that, just whatever works and whatever you'll actually use. So, you know, that's why we, we try and keep it simple because if it takes more than like a couple clicks, I'm probably not going to do it. Um, I just, you know, just know myself. We got to make it easy on ourselves, right? How, when you're deciding what you want to budget, uh, it sounds like you look back at prior years and make adjustments up or down. Do you try to target it as like a percentage of your income or do you pick a specific amount every year that you want to budget for the holidays? What's your strategy for deciding how much can go in that spreadsheet or in that form as you go? We kind of uh, do a, uh, I guess you'd call it a, a postmortem every year of, of kind of like, all right, we got through this crazy time or what, you know, what did we spend all that? And, you know, so we, we do kind of what we call money day, at the beginning of the year and look at what we spent. And then we kind of over, over the course of, of the year, save up money toward that. And so then pretty much whatever, whatever we have in the account come October, you know, early November, that's pretty much what we've, what we've got. And, and sometimes we'll, you know, if we find a good deal on something or, or something like that, we'll actually, you know, get stuff earlier in the year. So um, we don't necessarily wait till the end of the year. So if there's a you know good deal going on or, or something that, you know, we think somebody will like, then we can go ahead and get it. And, and we're also, you know, pretty intentional about uh, family stuff and, and try and open up those conversations sooner rather than later, especially like with, you know, grandparents and, you know, siblings and things like that. You know, we're pretty transparent with all of our family and, hey, we're planning on doing something or no, we're not really, you know, we're, we're not really feeling it this year because, you know, like we've, we've had years where we just, the big move and it's like, hey, you know, can we just do cards this year or, you know, maybe some, you know, something a little more simple as opposed to, you know, sending gifts or, or doing a big gift exchange. And, and usually, you know, people are okay with that. And, and then that way too, if you know that grandparents are planning on doing, you know, doing a lot this year, then, you know, you can kind of, you know, uh, I guess cheat, but you know, like kind of 
scale, scale back, back a little, a little bit little. if you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they get too much stuff, I mean, that's just going to sit in the corner and never get used anyway. So that doesn't do anybody any good. Uh, so it's definitely good to, you know, like I said, be, be transparent and, and, and have those conversations with family, especially, you know, if you're going through, going through a rough time or, or just, you know, like, Hey, we're just not feeling it this year. Yeah. So we actually have gifts left over from last year that we were, didn't give the kids because we got enough from the aunts and uncles and grandparents. So before we started doing any holiday shopping this year, we went back into our little treasure trove and figured out what nights we needed to get something for and we're able to actually lower our purchase, the number of things we needed to get because of that. So I love that. That's a great tip too. Um, and I like that you save up throughout the year. We actually have a feature in the PayActive app. If you're a PayActive member, it's totally free. You can put a portion of your paycheck every payday or on whatever schedule you pick into a dedicated savings account. And saving up for the holidays is a perfect reason to use automated savings because we know those expenses are going to come. We know we're going to want to buy gifts for ourselves or our kids or our parents or whoever we, we want, whether it's physical gifts or experiences or something else. So saving a little bit every payday definitely helps so you don't feel such a big cash crunch when it's finally gift season and you're, and you're out there ready to go do that shopping. And I also like that you mentioned buying ahead of time. Actually, last year, I'd had my eye on, uh, for my sister and her husband, I found this pillow that I really love. It was all organic and super comfortable and all that good stuff. And I thought, what better gift could I give them than a really good night's sleep? <laughs> I saw it go on super sale. Uh, I think it was in September. So I got them the gifts and I actually had it shipped to their house because they live in a different state. And I called my sister and I said, you're going to have two boxes show up from me, put them in the back of the closet and I'll uh, tell you when you can open them. So she got to keep them in the back of her closet for two or three months until it was the holidays. But that saved me, uh, it ended up being 40 or $50 compared to the regular price, which is, that's a big chunk of cash. You have 40, 50 bucks. That's like a whole another person's set of gifts or something. So uh, definitely consider shopping early and um, taking advantage of discounts and deals because you can, every dollar counts, right? And uh, then you can stretch that into next year or into something else. And uh, you just have a lot more flexibility when you have that is extra dollars in your bank account. Do you have any other big tips you wanted to share that you're burning to let us know about before we say goodbye? You, you just mentioned, I mean, that's something that we do as well, as far as, you know, like, uh, you know, shipping arbitrage is, you know, we, we're typically dispersed, you know, we're, you know, in a different state or sometimes even in a different country from our family. So like, we're, we're kind of okay with, Hey, you know, we'll say, Hey, we're going to have it shipped directly to you. And, and, you know, maybe we'll throw in a, a roll of wrapping paper or something like that. So that, you know, so it, it makes it a little bit nicer for them and, and vice versa. So that's another thing that you, you can kind of save on. I mean, cause sometimes you know, if you buy it and then, and then tr go to ship it, the, you know, the shipping might, might cost as much as the, the gift itself. So it takes a little bit of surprise out of it, but you know, maybe you can, maybe you can find a relative to, to help you out and, and do it that way, as opposed to paying shipping twice, especially if you're going to get free shipping on the, on the buying end. I think that's, that's it. I think that's a, we, we get yeah, a lot of, a lot of good things to, to go through there. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, when I do a shipping of any kind of gift for someone, I, I got this trick from my mother-in-law that I'll give them a middle name on the package. So if I'm sending something to, let's say my sister, I'll have first name, holiday gift, last name. So she knows there's a holiday gift in that box and she should not open it if it shows up 
um, around Thanksgiving. She should wait till the holidays. And I know I get presents that say Eric birthday boy Rosenberg and things like that. So it's, it's fun to, uh, get something in the mail and oh, this is, this is a present that I can open later, get a little extra surprise out of it. So, uh, if you're doing that, that's a fun way to, uh, take advantage of that free shipping from Amazon or Walmart or Target or Costco or wherever you're doing your shopping. Yeah. I'm definitely going to steal that. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Brandon, for coming and taking the time to join us today. I really appreciate it. If everyone who's listening loves your tips and ideas, which I'm sure they do, where should they head online to learn more? The easiest places to find me are um, just my website, enlistedmoney.com, or uh, I play around on Instagram quite a bit. So it's just at enlistedmoneyguy. So yep, that's uh, you know, two, two main places. I'm also on LinkedIn and Twitter, but I don't, I don't check those quite as often. So yeah, definitely the website and then, uh, Instagram. Awesome. Well, we will link to those in the show notes to make it easy for you all to find and connect with Brandon. Thank you again so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Well, that was a fun conversation. I hope you had as much fun with Brandon as I did learning some fun and unique ways to budget for the holidays. I'm definitely going to follow his advice to use a form to track my spending and my wife's spending uh, for the holidays and other ideas. I liked how he used the form idea to track how he spends on trips and how his family spends on trips going beyond the holidays into other parts of his financial life. So that's something I'm going to do and I recommend you give it a try too because every dollar counts as we all know especially this time of year when it's easy to see our budget spiral a little out of control. So thank you everyone so much for sticking with us till the end. If you're not already, make sure to check out the PayActive app. You can find it on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and get started on your phone. If you don't already have it at work, tell your employer you want PayActive as a benefit. It's a free way for many users to get early access to their paychecks and a whole heap of additional financial wellness tools. So thank you everyone so much for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time. Now get back out there and live the life you've earned. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>